Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new episode of our Manifest Her podcast. I'm Brittany Lee. I'm Nikki Dimitri. And I am, or we are, so excited to have you guys here. We're so excited to be back. And this week, we're going to be talking about empowerment and the holidays and how we stay empowered through the holidays, how we make the holidays uplifting and fun and stay like stress-free, just all of that stuff. And we're just super excited. Yay. Welcome, welcome to Manifest Her. So you might have noticed if you tuned in to our very first pilot episode last week, my name has changed. (laughs) I love that you mentioned that. It was Nikki Rap. <laughs> now it's Nikki Dimitri. It's kind of like those uh, movie, you know how like you'll watch a movie and the character will, the name will stay the same, but the character changes like the actor and you just have to take it. That's kind of what happened. Like only yeah. reverse, my name changed. Actors the same, name has changed and you just got to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. We're just trying to be super consistent and there was some issues and we this is a good fix. So we're going with it. Nikki Dimitri. Yay. Um, before we get into everything, I wanna just thank everyone. We we have been so overwhelmed by like the positive feedback of last week's episode and like the support and the love and the just like it has felt so good feeling like everyone is just so supportive everyone's showing up for us everyone's telling us how amazing it is and I just am like so stoked about it so thank you guys I appreciate it thank you for tuning in liking for sharing those that know us and those that don't we've had strangers tuning in so thank you everybody yes so so appreciated keep sharing the love share us and get the word out there. Uh, My name is consistent on all my socials now. So hence the name change. You can find me everywhere. Last week, we were poking fun at my name because I said it was different everywhere and you could not find me as it was not consistent. Well, I fixed that. So Nikki's Mitri it is. Proud of you. Um, So let's catch up for the week. You had like big events, two big events. How did everything go? I'm so excited to hear about it all. I went to Wicked. I got yeah. my special. Oh my gosh, that cup is so cute. I love Oh, It's beautiful. I love it. And amazing. Oh, so cute. I love it. I'm a big souvenir kind of person. I don't know. Are you a souvenir kind of? Gal, I am. Do you like to get souvenirs? I well, always get souvenirs. Too. I for my kids, I get a snow globe from everywhere that we've ever that I go without them. I bring them back. Like they're so cute. I come back and they don't ask me like, "What do you bring?" But every time I bring, so they just like sit there. And sometimes I'll wait for them to ask, and I'm like, "Are you ever gonna ask?" And they're like, "Well, that's disrespectful. I have to wait until you <laughs> say you brought us something." But they know I get them snow globes, and it's fun. So yeah, I am souvenir person. So, so globes, my thing is mugs. Mugs and magnets are like kind of two big things that I love to collect. My boyfriend kind of razzes me because I've got like 50 mugs, you know, taking up I all love the that. cabinet space. I would love to collect mugs. I love mugs. But my problem is that I don't drink coffee or tea. So I'm like, what you am don't. I going to do with all That's these right. mugs? 
Like, That's right. It makes me like genuinely sad. I wish I could like it. I do. I wish so much because mugs are so cute. And that is what I would collect. But I they still are. I, really I, love, I love. But I love coffee. Love tea. Yeah. Love all the things. These days, I drink more tea than coffee. Kind of in my zen, zen ages, I guess. But chai tea is kind of my jam. So mm. you can always catch me. But coffee too i'm kind of a coffee gal depending on what's available if i have a choice between the two i'm definitely gonna go tea over coffee but give me all the mugs uh i did go to wicked and i got this and the show let me tell you if you've never seen wicked 20 out of 10 beyond really? 10 it's off the charts broke the charts broke all the scales i had to cry like i was holding back my <sighs> tears like don't cry <laughs> Have you wake up? Don't let all the people see. <laughs> I look so beautiful. Don't ruin right. it. <laughs> I love that. I was fighting it back. Are you a fan? Have you seen like Wicked or Wizard of Oz no. or any of that? I've seen Wizard of Oz. Addison okay. was in the Wizard of Oz play last year. I should. I wish I would have had you come, Nikki. They put this is. She was in sixth grade. Okay, this is little eleven-year-old children. This director of this play mm -hmm. i swear i could i could do some bad things to this man he had these kids staying after school every day for two hours then when it got Ooh. close to the play they had to go in mm -hmm. on saturdays two sundays they had to go the in sixth grade yes okay every tight. day for three he months tight. i did not see my daughter my sixth grade daughter because by the time she comes home at two hours after school she has to eat she has to do homework she has to go to bed like i didn't see her and then on the weekend she's going too and i'm just like and no. you know usually in the school they do like a shortened version of the play it's like an hour yeah. no for this elementary play two and a half hours <laughs> two and a half hours and four showings no. And as her mom, I have to be there every night because what if no. something happens one night and I miss it, you know? Exactly. So I'm sitting two and a half hours, four nights no. in a row watching no. this. And it's just. No. So That's the effort, college level. Yeah. I could not believe. So the next year came when it came time to sign up. She loved it. She had so much fun. But it was like, we can't go through that again. So she didn't do it. I told her in middle school she should sign up, but she didn't. But maybe someday she will. I just like, could not believe. You find something else. Yeah. So that's my, like, limited knowledge. I've seen The Wizard of Oz. I've seen a sixth grade play or elementary school. It wasn't just sixth grade. And that's it. Oh, my goodness. I've seen it only from, like, you know, limited perspective. Like, I've seen the movie. I saw the Michael Jackson version as well. I didn't um, know there was a Michael Jackson version. Yeah, it's called The Wiz. So everyone out there, if you haven't seen the Michael Jackson, Jackson, Michael Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson version, it's amazing. It's called The Wiz and it's so good. And so I've seen all those. I've wanted to see Wicked. It came out in like, ooh, what year? It's not that old. It's a pretty newer version. I think it came out in like 93. I want to say That's it not was like that when old. I was in high school. Do you know what's so funny? <laughs> I have heard of The Wiz. I just didn't know that that was a Michael Jackson thing. 
So my kids, when I say it's not that old, it was like in 2004 or something like that. Like they are just like, that is 20 years ago. If I said not that old and I said something in the 90s, every time, mom, that is in the 1900s. It's ancient. <laughs> the 1900s. I am not that old. What in the heck? So yeah. ancient. It begins <laughs> with a one. Yeah. They would like, that's so funny because right when you said that, I just like could hear their voices in my mind just roasting me. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, continue. Is, oh my goodness. So yeah, it came out like when I was in high school or middle school and I've wanted to see it. It released in New York on Broadway. And so I finally made my middle school, high school dreams come true. And apparently, you know how like in Oz and all of that, then she's like the wicked witch of the West. She's wicked and she's evil uh -huh. and she melts, right? Yeah. I'm so evil and you're happy. You're like, go Dorothy. Like, tell that wicked witch, right? No, in Wicked, it's her story. And she's actually not wicked at all. And that's really, really, really sad. Yes. It tells you the story um, from the time she was born. Well, the whole show, I won't give it all, all away, I guess, but it starts out with her being dead and Glinda the good, you know, the good witch. And she's like, yay, townspeople, she's dead. And everyone's cheering and singing. And they're like, but weren't you her friend, Glinda the good? And she's like, well, and then they rhyme back the time that the wicked witch was born and she born green which i didn't know i thought she like turned green somehow through like a spell yeah so i, never I knew absolutely that. thought that and everyone hated her yeah and everyone treated her poorly and bad and it's really sad and a lot of what they're telling obviously mirrors life and what you go through especially if you've ever been picked on or bullied or ostracized Aww. or wanted to stand up for what was good. And maybe you were the minority for standing up for what was good. And that was her. And so you just empathize with her through this whole thing all the way until she dies. And so by the time she dies and her and Glenda the Good, which again, they don't say it in, you know, the Wizard of Oz, but they're actually, they meet. And at first they loathe each other and they end up becoming best friends. And so when she dies and you see Glenda crying and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I just wanted to cry so bad yeah. by the time she dies. And so that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give away the ending in case anyone gets to see it. But it is a good, good story. Must see. It tugs on your heartstrings, especially if you're an empath. Oh, wow. I have never been interested in seeing Wicked. I've always wanted to go to Broadway. But I didn't know mm -hmm. any of that. I just like yeah. didn't totally connect to the Wizard of Oz. I thought that's what it was. And I was like, eh, I can pass. But that sounds like everything that I would love. So are they still going to be doing Wicked in February? Is it like a traveling thing or is it going to be nope. there? It's a traveling. It won't be here in New Orleans. It's leaving. In fact, we caught one of the last shows. And uh... girl, it was sold out every show. We barely got tickets. It was selling out. Dang it. I wanted to go. Right. Yes. Them folks was cheering and screaming and they can sing. Oh, John, can they sing, 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 sung. I'm going to have pipes. to go. Yes. They got pipes on them. So I recommend if you're into music, if you're into Broadway, if you're into Oz, if you're into 
any of that, the arts, the theater, take yourself to see Wicked. It's an excellent story. It, it, they probably are going to Vegas, which is close to Salt Lake, I yeah. imagine. So, yeah, That's you cool. got to go see it. Yeah, I'll take have the girls. to. Right, yes, at least, yes, yeah, yes, they yes. would That's love to Addie go was Broadway. in it. Take her to see that yeah. one. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good idea. I'm going to find where they're going. I'm going to go take my kids. Put That'll be fun. Yes, 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 yes. So cool. Denson's like, you took me to see a musical. Did he like it? <laughs> he loved it. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, and how was the Saints game? So good. So, so good. But we did not win, sadly. What? Nope. We did not win. Not that one. We won the week before. But wait, was that the one we won? You just won. Yeah, we did. Because I, yeah. I said I took responsibility yeah. for that win. That is the one we won. That yeah. is the one we won. I manifested Sorry, so- that for you. I'm like, wait a second. I'm used <laughs> to all these losses, girl. You've been to so many games that you can't even remember what game you went to last no, week. No, because they lose First so world problems. <laughs> they lose so much. Poor saints. And we're going this week again. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later. But no, you did manifest a win this week. I That's did. Good. Yes. Because yes. I put it in the universe. Of course it happened. I was like, oh. Well, you we went week. three. This is going to be our third week in a row. So we went the week before oh. that and we lost. We went last week. We won. And then this week we're about to go again. Cool. So it was the Lions and then play it again. And then this week we're about to go again, I think, against Panthers. So... We'll see. Cool. But yes, you manifested us a win. You're welcome. All Saints fans, you are welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. Y'all are welcome. My girl did it. She gave us a win. Yeah. Um, did you was anything else exciting happen this week? Those were the two really big things. Yeah, those are big wicked. things. My week was way less boring. I mean, more boring than yours. Yes. What did you do? Girl, I had a week. I have not told you about any of this because I wanted to talk about it on here. But, okay, so I, I'm starting with when we finished filming our podcast. I download the episode to my computer. I'm like, I'm going to edit this tomorrow. It's going to be smooth sailing. So excited. So I put it to download, leave to go to my party. The next day I open my computer. And last week I was using a different computer because I couldn't find my laptop charger for my MacBook. It... I just moved and I was like, I'm not going to be able to find this. It's going to be in a box somewhere. I have no idea. So I used my work computer and I didn't think about fact my work computer has been having like some connectivity issues. I've been working with IT to try to fix it. So it was the worst on Sunday. I put it to down like to upload so that I could edit it into software and it is uploading so slow, like taking the entire day. And I'm like, what is going on? So I do a speed test on my computer to see how my internet is working. And Mm. typically the speed test, so I did speed test also on another device to see what it was at versus that Mm. computer. So the upload speed was 240, something like that. The Or the download speed was that. The upload speed was like 20-ish. And then I did it on that computer. My download speed was 10 and my upload speed was 0.3. And I was trying to upload an hour long video. Yeah. Not even one. Didn't even make it to the whole. Three. And I'm looking at this. We are posting it Monday at 9 a.m. And I am waiting all day for this stuff. I'm like, how am I going to have time to edit this? It's not even going to be possible. 
So the only thing I really wanted to edit, because I also learned that editing a TikTok video that is filmed on your phone and two minutes long is so different than an hour long video, because you have to find somewhere that has the space. You have to find somewhere that has like, it's a whole different thing, right? So trying to figure this out. And the only thing I wanted to edit out was just the name of where I work, which isn't even a big deal. So I was just like, you know what? This is not happening. This is going to be an unedited podcast. Like this is raw. Okay. Which did happen that what we posted is not edited. It is what it was. And I was like, I asked Sarah if she was okay with um, everyone knowing about her engagement. And I'm telling you, I was praying. I was like, if she says that she doesn't want people to know about this and I have to figure out a way to take this out, I am screwed. But she was fine with it. So then I I get it all done. I upload it to YouTube, set it to when I want it to post. And then it starts going slowly uploading to YouTube. And this is Sunday night. And I'm like, it has the entire night. By the morning, it's going to be done. It'll be fine. So I go to sleep. I wake up at 7 and get logged into work. I look at the progress and it says upload failed. Ooh. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like freaking out. Okay, I have by this point an hour and a half before we said it was going to be posted. And I'm like, oh. Nikki is going to murder me. This is so bad. And I'm just like freaking out. So then I just like redid it and that morning my the internet issue wasn't happening and it uploaded two minutes late it was done but it was two minutes late but the crowd like the way that I felt about that unedited on time video I was like I have conquered the world like you know in um what's that movie uh castaway when he makes fire and he's like I fire you know that that's how I felt about the fact that that episode got posted on time I was like so stoked it was so ridiculous so that i'm just like oh my gosh that was an adventure and then (laughs) sorry that actually leads into what i was about to say i was so sick on tuesday and wednesday i i never really call in two days in a row usually one day Mm -hmm. is enough especially working from home i can sit all day and not do anything but i couldn't even stay awake to sit all day i slept through the entire Tuesday and Wednesday. I skipped two days of my life. Like other than I had to set alarms to go pick up my kids and take them to school. And that Mm -hmm. was it. Mm. So I'm going to be coughing through this and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm so sick. So then I you look great. Thank you. I actually feel I was so that's the so yesterday it's like almost 11 o'clock at night and I like start thinking about what's tomorrow. What do I have to plan? What do I need to do? And I realize it's Saturday tomorrow. And I'm like, I have to get up and film this podcast tomorrow. And I am like the most hot mess version of myself. Like barely have taken showers. Definitely haven't washed my hair. My room is a disaster. Like I had surgery. I couldn't walk for two weeks and then I was sick. So you can imagine how my room is, right? And I'm just like, this is going, how am I going to have time to do this in the morning? I don't, I don't have time. I'm going to look like a ridiculous fool. So, and I also realized I haven't set up my new mic, which by the way, do I look like a real podcaster? I'm like, you look so. I'm, it's 
so cute and it's pink and white and I'm just so obsessed. I was so happy. But I, I hadn't set it, it up yet. I hadn't tested it. I hadn't done it. And you know what a planner I am, right? Like yes. I don't just roll with things. No, I like need to test it and make sure that's working. So yes. that didn't happen. I set it up this morning. So I wake up this morning and then last night I could not sleep because I was so sick. It was five in the morning. Oh. I'm still awake. And I'm just like, I have to get up and do so much. So I get up this morning. I'm like, set up this microphone, take a shower. Like I, it was a rushing hot mess. I was like, how am I going to be an empowered version of myself ready to talk about empowerment when I am just like a chicken with his head cut off, like crazy. It's so the reason that I took the time to talk about all of this craziness this week of what I went through with the podcast is because we did get so many comments about us like in, um, inspiring people to do more and to show up. And I think that it's so easy to see on social media, wherever it is, of look at people and be like, they're just doing what they want to do. And it looks so good. And I can't do that. And like, it looks so easy and so effortless. And people look so good on social media. And the reality of it is, I almost didn't get that thing posted last week. And today yeah. I might look uh, put together and kind of cute, but inside when we finish, I am getting right back in my bed and spending the day in bed again. Like, so I think it's so important to show like it takes work. Like yes. it's we, I know that this episode is going to be an improvement over last week because we put in so much effort this week to change the yeah. things that we want to change, to make sure that we're yeah. ready for the next one, to get it prepared. Like, yes. There's so much work that goes on behind all of this stuff. And it seems easy because we're like, we just decided last week to start a podcast. And now here we are. And it just is working out perfectly. No, that's not how life is. And I just really wanted to say that because of how much like people have mentioned things like that of how we're just doing so great. Like, yeah, but we're working hard for it. So when you want things, like you've got to really put in the effort. And so that's why I wanted to talk about the craziness of my morning, even though it's not really important. So that was my whole week. Yeah, because who would have known? I didn't even know that. Yeah, you didn't. And I'm your best friend and we talked all week. It's not like we go all week and don't talk. And then suddenly Saturday we talk like who would have known you were sick? Who would have known the video was such a pain? you know, and so it's important to speak about that because you got to say and you got to do. And honestly, I mean, you know it, but the world doesn't know it. Saying and doing is hard. That's a challenge for me. It is. You know, I will say a lot of things to myself, you know, and not do it. And it used to be a challenge for me with my friends as well. I've lost friendships over that younger versions of myself where I would say, oh, yeah, I'm going to show up for that or be there for that for you. And then life happens. And then I call out or I flake out, you know, and after doing that so many times that friend would get tired. Like, you know what, Ariane, I'm just tired of you not keeping your word. I'm over it, you know, and that's lessons that I had to learn and part of my own self work that I had to do and be like, man, I really hurt that person, you know, by not keeping my word. I really didn't show up. And what would that feel like? I had to put myself in that person's shoes, you know, and work on that. So it's something I practice and I work on really, really hard, 
(laughs) you know you do I mean it gets easier the more you do it but it's effort regardless because life is going to keep on happening and it seems to happen the most when you're making other plans yeah you know yeah I got all these plans boom life happens yep absolutely and I think that you know how I am about keeping my word to myself and doing things and I think that's like a very a bigger conversation that we're going to have in one of our other episodes but Mm -hmm. because of how I am and because I do what I say I'm going to do and I keep I work really hard I've been doing that for so long that it's very easy for me now so all of those things this week that like could feel like a lot to someone it was like effortless for me it wasn't hard it didn't feel stressful I mean, I was a little panicked when I woke up on Monday and it had bailed. I thought I was panicked. But other than that, I it just wasn't difficult to do all these things. And it just really takes work. Yes. Yes. It takes efforting to say and do. And that's one of the things, honestly, Britt, that I look to you for because you do things like that effortlessly. And I'm like, okay, that's inspiring. You know, if you can yeah. say and do and keep your word. I think nowadays it's not so hard for me to do with others, but I got so good at doing it with others, but not so good at doing it with myself, you know? And so I found myself in this conundrum where it's like, I can do all the things for others, but at the cost of myself, you know? Exactly. And then that left me in a weird pickle where it's like, oh, you know, I'm not keeping my own word. And that leaves you in weird energetic, you know, kind of places. And so that's what I'm kind of more focusing on now, where you really inspire me, you know, because there's a lot of magic that happens when you can keep your word with yourself, especially effortlessly, right? Yeah. And you're not like, oh, this is so hard and so arduous. It's only kind of arduous in the beginning when you're working on it. But the more you work on it and the more that your word comes law with yourself, then it's not so hard anymore. Yes. You know? Definitely. And I think and so, that... yeah, I look to you towards that. Thank you for saying that. You're so sweet. I... It really does show, like, just how much... If I hadn't been doing this for so long and we started this this week and this had been the first week and I was like, what did I get myself into? I there's a good Mm -hmm. chance I could be overwhelmed to be like I don't know if we're ready to like just dive right in right now I might need to figure out how to do this editing I might need to figure out how to do all of this and it could have scared me um and I just think like when you're going through things and you have that feeling of like this is hard if you just keep pushing through and you keep doing it eventually you get to this point where you start a whole new adventure that could be very overwhelming But because you've been just like going, 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 improving, growing, like it just is not something that's hard anymore. Like you really do grow into a place where life is just good and easy and happy. And I am happy to be in this place. Yes. I think something that came to my mind, I'm kind of activated by water. Now I'm an Aquarius, which is a water bearer, but it's an air sign which we'll get into that in the future might be confusing for folks if you're not into that kind of thing, (laughs) but I get activated, you know, by water being a water bearer. And so shower bodies of water, really any kind of water. And so a lot of things were kind of coming to me this week. And one of the things was like happiness. I told you earlier when we were kind of off camera, I've been having a lot of activations and things coming to me. And one of the things was 
feeling because your thoughts, right, become things. But it's hard to kind of monitor every thought. I can't yeah. be the thought police of my own thoughts. The thoughts are going to come, right? Especially when situations are going to happen, right? I go outside my door, really in your own house. Things are going to happen. I could stub my toe and it pisses me off right yeah thoughts could just pop into my head the thoughts are gonna come right so I can't sit there and just be like oh don't have that thought that, 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 that. but it's the feelings I am in control of my overall feelings that yes. I am having and that's really kind of the key is tuning into those overall feelings not the situations that are arising had a lot it's been a roller coaster of a week a lot of negative things have happened. Obviously, I only talked about the positive, but I've had a lot of gut punches this mm -hmm. week as well. But my focus has been holding the highs with the lows. Yes. Right. And I'm really working hard at that. Life is throwing me those gut punches even right now at the holidays. But I'm not going to sit there and get caught up. Old me would have. Old me would be like, oh, this situation happened. Let your feelings get caught up in that and go in a downward spiral yes. around the situation, right? New me is like, no, the situation happened, but you don't have to get caught up in that. The thought, whatever that popped up around that situation, no, overall, I am happy. Overall, yes. I am happy. It doesn't matter what gut punches and situations are showing up that are negative. Overall, I am happy and I'm going with that. Right. And so that's what I'm practicing right now. No matter what happens outside, no matter what life is throwing at me, because it's going to keep throwing stuff at me and at me and at me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I am happy, Brittany. And you're a big part of my happiness. You're a big oh. part of that equation, yeah. you know. And so I sit and I think about that and I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I can hold the lows with the highs. I can keep on going. I'm going to be grateful. I'm not going to get caught up in that negative thought. I'm going to let it come and I'm going to let it go. You know? Yeah. Yes, it came and that's okay. And I'll give it some space, you know, but I'm going to let it go as well. I'm not going to get caught up and caught up and caught up. And that's where I think people get stuck. You know, yeah. that's where the old me got stuck. Yep. You know, you have no idea how happy that makes me because I've watched you in those moments where those things control and you it make you spiral. And I have seen like the version of you like six, seven years ago where it was spiraling, you know, yes. and then now it hasn't been as big of spirals, but it's like more of taking away your motivation, taking away your desire to get the things done that you want to do, feeling like you can't do it. Like it's, you've grown so much, but then getting from that place of letting it take away your motivation and stuff to now holding the duality of it. That is, I am so proud of you. That makes me so happy that you're feeling that. And you're so right. Like the emotions, because something that I saw someone say is, like when you are having those negative thoughts, like it's okay. You can feel it. You don't have to, because they say like your thoughts, your feelings are your manifestations, but it's not that like you have a thought and you're like, oh no, I'm going to manifest it. That's not how it works. It's the feeling behind right. it. So yes. if you are having like a bad thought about whatever is going on 
That's not the moment where you try to push yourself to focus on your business because you're doing it while you're thinking that and then your feelings come into it and that becomes the feeling. You have to separate it. You have to let yourself like, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to sit in it. I'm going to watch that movie. I'm going to eat some ice cream. And then tomorrow I'm going to show up in a different energy and I'm going to feel better about this. And oh, my heart is so happy that you said that you... I, I, it's perfect. Which, by well, the way, that comes oh, with, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to quickly say, uh, watching last week's episode, I was like more paying attention to the things that you say, and I'm so used to the way you speak and the way that you say just the most impactful, powerful things. But watching it like as a podcast form and knowing that other people are getting that from you, I'm, I am constantly impressed by you, and I just was so happy about that. So continue. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Um, And again, because I was speaking to my children, um, if your first time is tuning in today, we are both mothers. My children are grown up and I do really still speak to them when they ask. You know, I try not to over insert myself, but I was speaking to my oldest son just this week and his former girlfriend and just trying to give them some advice on love. And one of the pieces was self-work, working on yourself, because I've spent so much time working on myself in these 44 years, you know, and trying to control those thoughts. Younger me, I didn't know you could control your thoughts. I just let them run rampant all over the place. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I did not know that was something that you could control, you know, that you could, you know, direct in the way that you wanted to. And so I spent a lot of my younger years really just with a lot of thinking errors. You know, I catastrophized things, worried myself, you know, and that worry would cause anxiety, depression, right? And things like that. And I would get that anxiety in my gut and then that can cause physical manifestations. And so really minding your thoughts can really do so much for you. Then you know, if you're sick a lot, if you're sleepless, if you're achy, right, it could come back to your thoughts. So just to let you know, hey, if you're looking at your life, and maybe life's not that great, or the way that you want it, start simple, roll back those thoughts, go within sometimes you know because it could just be the way that you're thinking and it could be the smallest triggers because it was with me I would take the smallest thing and go way off kilter with it you know didn't even happen it was me doing it yeah you know catastrophizing the whole thing wondering why and so Really, when I say thoughts become things, when Brittany says that, we're not, these are things that we lived and we've been through. And I know me definitely, for one, letting my thoughts control my life, Ooh, that was not fun in my younger years. And that's advice I try to give my children. Get control of those thoughts. You don't mm-hmm. have to let them run all over you, especially when it's stuff that hasn't happened, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I it's crazy to me how similar we are like what I, I it's so crazy to me we're just I think the big thing is that we're teaching our kids at a young age 
things that have taken us our whole lives to figure out. And we're setting our kids up to be even better than we are. And like I experienced the exact same situation yesterday with my daughter. I was picking her up from school. I was rushing. I was it's I'm not going to get into the whole what happened, but basically she did some things that I felt like were not caring about my time, my feelings, my like it was selfish. She was acting in a selfish way. And it's very out of mm-hmm. character her for her. She is the most loving person. So it like threw me. It's not something that I'm used to. And I got r- mad at her. And mm-hmm. I said, you're acting selfish, dude. Like, what's going on? You're, you've got to think about other people. And we come home. She goes upstairs to read, doesn't talk to me for a couple hours. And then later I'm trying to talk to her. And she's just like one word Amy. me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And she said, you told me that I'm a selfish person and that I don't care about anyone. And I was like, back up. I said that like the actions that you were taking in that moment were acting in a selfish way. And I reminded you to make sure that you are caring about other people. I did not say that you are a selfish person and that you are an uncaring person because that is not who you are. You are the most. And she just sat and argued with me. You said this. And I'm like, you're twisting my words. And she said, I think you're getting mad at me for being upset about how you made me feel. And these are my feelings. And I'm like, and that's fine. I'm not mad at you in any way. I'm trying to get you to understand that your anxiety is twisting what I said and making you feel worse than what's going on. Even though it, if, even if you were upset about me just saying that your actions were being selfish, that's valid. You can be upset with what I say. And I apologize for making you feel that way. But Mm -hmm. your mind is making it spin. You're making it a bigger deal. And as soon as I like mentioned, like, if this is your anxiety, this is not what's really going on. She immediately was just like, I'm so sorry. Like giving me a hug and crying. And like, I had to pull her out of that. And I think like both of us having those conversations with our kids this week and making them realize like you've got to control your thoughts is so empowering. It's so cool. I love it. That makes me happy that we both experienced that. Speaking of empowering, should we get into talking about empowerment? Yes, let's. Okay. I want to know what your thoughts are. Do you have like something in mind that you wanted to say about it? Always. I think just on the subject, if you're a parent, because um, we're definitely always trying to empower our children so we can kind of springboard from there and having those conversations with your children. We want them to do better than us, you know, obviously, and teaching them those empowering lessons so that they can hopefully supersede. We're both different parents, you know, than what we were, heck, even five, 10 years ago, let alone 20, you know, some odd years ago for me, my children are both in their 20s. And so um, having those conversations and being very open, but it starts with you. I have a lot of conversations with my brother as well. He has children and he's always just, you know, reading books and sharing things that he learns with them. But having that conversation with yourself, reading and learning with yourself, doing self-work, it all starts with the man in the mirror. You have to be able to admit that you're wrong, right? And change your own thinking errors. We're not always right as parents. 
that's what we think, right? And that I think is perpetuated a lot of times maybe from our own parents. It definitely was with mine. You know, I'm right. I'm the parent. Do what I say because I said so. Da, 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 da. No, we're not always right. And so really learn to sit down and empower yourself first so that you can empower your children. Uh, I'll pass it over to you for now. Yeah. So I, when you mentioned talking about empowerment this week, I was trying to think of like what I can say. Cause when you're just trying to think, okay, this is what I'm talking about. I've got to have something to go along with this. It's hard to like tune in to what's really important and what matters. So it, it was like the beginning of the week when you mentioned talking about that. And so I was thinking about it through the week and I started realizing, even though I had a hard week, I had a lot of empowerment in my week. And I think the biggest thing is taking like all the little things. And I'm going to give you some examples of that are empowering and noticing those things. So um, one of the things is like, these are all just such small things. But so I, this week was so filled up with the level of support that we got. And then like, my friend, she just opened a head spa business. It's Brie Essence. I posted her like new um, Facebook page that she's doing. So I made a post yesterday about that and sent it. And like, I was just thinking about that. And I was like, the feeling of the support from women that we have, the being able to support other women who are going through stuff and trying to do their best in the world, that is empowering. Like all of us, the people I have around me all the time is empowering and when we have like conversations with our kids like I'm talking about the podcast I don't I haven't told my kids the name of the podcast I haven't I don't want them to be able to find it I'm not talking about things that I'm okay with them watching um but they know I'm doing it they know what I'm doing they don't know what it's about but they know me as a person I am always trying to uplift other people I'm always like that's everything that I do so anytime they see something that has to do with like self-love or anything like that they're like that's so you and they just know and that to me is teaching my kids to be empowered which is empowering to me and then I had a situation happen yesterday that felt like it could have gone very differently but in the past it would have gone very differently and the fact that I'm able to see my growth and like handle things differently, I I was feeling so empowered, so proud of myself and noticing those like, so an example of like something in the past, I what happened yesterday, I don't want to get into, but the growth that I've had like in the past was when, so my ex-husband a couple years ago claimed my kids on his taxes when he wasn't supposed to. And I spiraled. I had a month of like, what am I going to do? I was expecting that money. I'm in so much trouble fighting with him. Like it was the most, it was just a horrible month. I did not handle that well at all. So I ended up just, you know, refiling myself. I knew it wasn't a big deal. Eventually we're going to get audited by the IRS and they'll take care of it. It's not something that I need to handle. And So two years go by and he does it again. And this was this year. He did it again. Mm -hmm. And it literally, I got the message that he had done it. I did not even text him. 
I said not one word to this man. I knew what I needed to do. I went and filed by paper. I know we're going to get audited. And it. I went about my day. I was like, this is going to delay my thing by a week. It did not affect me. And just like noticing the little changes is so big. It's so big. Yes. Um, and the last thing that was empowering this week to me was I, this is like more of an analytical example for people that like think more like that. So I'm a data analyst. My job mm -hmm. is black and white. The people I work with are very much like, we get the data. We provide the data. If we don't have the data, you don't get the data. It's like black and white. I don't see things like that. The way that I am is so caring about people. So I had a situation where we weren't going to have the data and we were going to have to tell this department that we support that they're not going to have their reports and stuff for however long. And I was just like, no, we're not going to do that. That's not acceptable. We're going to like, yeah, it's not our job to fix the source of the data, but it's our job to fight for them to fix the source of the data. And so I fought and within two days it was fixed and we never had to have an issue where it was going to be a big issue. And then there was another situation yesterday that happened that I stood up for something as well. And like bringing my power into such a like a place where it's not normally a place where you bring your power and present yourself with like the way that we present ourselves to each other, but just showing up in every situation in my life, even in my job as the person I am at my core, isn't like it's empowering. So I think that the biggest way to become an empowered person is to start noticing those tiny, those are tiny stories. Those are not big deals. But if you notice every little thing like that, you will become an empowered person because your focus is there and you're noticing those little moments where it shines through and you start to like shine from that. I want to crack that open a little bit more. You said a couple of things that really kind of resonated with me. For people that are out there that are listening, maybe you don't feel empowered. Maybe you feel small. Maybe you feel powerless. Maybe you feel like you don't have a voice. And so you're wondering exactly how to tap in and how to find that power. Um, so something that really kind of jumped out for me was you said you show up. So can you expand on that a little bit? If you're a person that's out there and you're like, I don't feel powerful at all. I feel small right now. I feel mm -hmm. weak. I don't feel heard. How do I start to find that power? Um, would you speak on that a little bit for oh, me? I love that you said that. I think that the biggest thing is that you have to show up at the level you're ready to show up as. Not everyone is going to be able to go and go against their boss and show up and like be like, I am an empowered woman, damn it. We are going to make this happen. Not everyone can do that. And you have to, it might just be like you woke up and you made your bed that day, which was more than you could do yesterday. And you yeah. are empowered. Yes. You have to find the smallest, minuscule yeah, little man. things in your daily life, no matter what your life is like. And some people live in horrible situations in their homes they're miserable every second of every day and maybe the only time that you have peace is when you get in the shower and even then people with little kids are running in you don't get that time it's yeah. that is a hard place to be and you have to find like 
the smallest, maybe you drink a cup of coffee that makes you feel like this is your 30 seconds of the day where you can like just feel that moment to yourself and be empowered that you're having that moment. It doesn't have to be, I, I, I take for granted like I say, like those things that I explained are such small things, but to some people, those are big things. And to yeah. me, it's just such a natural part of my life now that I I don't forget that other people have to work harder, but my perspective of it has, is just different because I'm on a different level than I used to be. But I used to be at that level where I could not find, like, look in my day and find something empowered. Absolutely not. I don't live an empowering life, but you can. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I love what you said. And just to add my two cents to that, I think in starting where you are, um, we all have a superpower. And if you don't know how to find it, survey your life. When I was younger, I could be anywhere. I could be riding a public transportation, a bus, a subway. And for some odd reason, strangers, anyone, literally anyone, to just be riding with me, come up to me, and somehow would open up to me and share their whole life story or a big thing that happened to them that day or something heavy that was on their heart just for that moment. Total stranger. And I never saw them again. And I didn't know why. I did not understand. That was my superpower. Yes. Empathy. I understand now that I am an empath and I understand how to use it. I did not get it at that time. And the people would be like, wow, I don't know why I just did that. And they would smile or hug me or whatever, or thank me and go on about their way. And we'd both feel so good. Mm-hmm. That was my superpower. Maybe it's also yours. Maybe you have a different superpower. Maybe somebody just smiles every time they're around you maybe they open up maybe you know you help people every time you're around oh let me help you with that who knows but look at your life and survey your life maybe you have caring beyond all caring and you help people with your caring maybe you're really really intelligent and you can crunch some numbers like Brittany here. Ooh, I ain't a number crunch. You ain't gonna see me being no data analyst. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But it's in you. We were all born with everything that we already need. You already have it. You just gotta survey your life and find it. There is a quote by Shakespeare. A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. What does that mean? You could call a rose boo-boo. Does that mean a rose is going to smell like boo-boo when you sniff it? No. You could call a rose ca-ca. Is it going to smell like ca I love you so much. <laughs> it's going to smell just as sweet as it ever did. You are the rose. That is your power. So you sit down. And you have a conversation with yourself. Self, what is my superpower? What is the quiet, quietest thing about me? Your superpower is not loud. It is not boisterous. 
It is not razzle dazzle. Look at me now. Hey, it is quiet and it is you. And you start there and you lean into it more and more and more because it feels good and it fuels your soul and somebody else's. And you let that grow and you feed that and you water that until you feel more and more and more and more empowered. Let it grow. I used to teach Zumba and I started teaching Zumba from a low place when my father passed away. I didn't go to Zumba because it was great and grand and all these things. It was quiet. And I went because it felt good. And I didn't go as a teacher. I went as a student. And the more I fed it, the more it grew. And when I started teaching, I only had two or three students. But I fed it because it felt good. And it helped me to get over the loss of my father. It was the only thing that helped me. I'll say one of the only, but one of the biggest things that helped me. And I fed it and I watered it and watering that helped to water others. And it grew. And by the time I left Zumba, I was known throughout four or five counties. Every class was sold out. People were driving and were just to make it. You had to book my class a week in advance mm -hmm. to get there. I had 70 people per class. I was teaching 13 classes a week. I was getting ready to open up my own studio. Don't believe me, look at my socials. You'll see all the folks. Your superpower is quiet and you have it. You're born with it. Be empowered. So that was beautiful. I love the analogy of the rose like hit my heart, man. I wish someone could have said that to me when I was married because when you talk about like, no matter what you call a rose, it's still a rose. When you are in a toxic, like a real toxic relationship and they are putting you down and saying every negative thing about you and pointing out your flaws and all of your insecurities and your weaknesses and they're constantly telling you everything bad about yourself, they're calling you all of those things. That doesn't change you from being a rose. You are still in there. It's just buried. You have to... And you might like think about your superpower and think, I really don't have one. And that's okay because it depends on where you're at in your life. When I was right before I got divorced, if someone asked me my superpower, I did not have one. I was weak and pathetic and fat and ugly and not worthy of love from anyone. I was, I did not have a superpower in my mind. But the thing is, you've just got to keep growing, focusing on the tiny things that you can control and keep that in mind of looking for your superpower. And one day something's going to happen and it's going to click and you're going to make that's it. Like the moment for me was when I was an ambassador and I was helping women and they started telling me that I was changing their lives and I it clicked and I was like that is my superpower. I help women believe in themselves and grow and become better. And I never knew that about myself. I don't think it was so much that you didn't have your superpower as you were gaslighted and thinking that you didn't right. have superpower, you know? Right. Which we get, right? We're so conditioned throughout our lives by others that take our power, whether we're giving it away or whether they take it from us or if it's a combination 
but you have it and we're here to tell you you have it sometimes it's just buried so deep and you got to find it and sometimes you got to be still and be quiet to find it or really do some deep introspection to find it but it's there i promise y'all it's there no matter how much you don't think it's there it's there and just search for it sometimes you got to search and search and search and search but we're here to tell y'all it's there that's one of the main things you know i go to a lot of meetings and that's one thing that i hear a lot um is people struggling i struggled with self-love a lot and not knowing my own superpower you know like i said a moment ago even when i was young people would you know talk to me and i'm like gee i wonder why that's happening <laughs> you know and i thought so low of myself for so many years even when people would tell me you're great and you're all the things it didn't sink in you know so trust me like Brittany just said she's i didn't i didn't think i had it you know we've all suffered from that but you do we're here to tell you yep. you do stop telling yourself you don't if that's how you feel change the narrative mm -hmm. today forward if you're listening to this change your narrative it starts there don't keep repeating the lies that you were told that you don't just say maybe i don't know it yet and i have to find it you know yeah and start small make your bed do the things Whatever feels good, start searching for it. Go within and find it. So many things are external, I feel like, in life. And we subject ourselves. Ooh, me, definitely. I've subjected myself to a lot of external things, you know. Um, so practice going within. And you can do that with meditation. I meditate a lot. And it's hard. Some people can't meditate. I can't. <laughs> It takes practice. You can start if you're like Brittany, you're like, oh, oh buddy. <laughs> yeah. My thing is I can't focus. Like you're not supposed to sit and like let your mind, you know, I'm my mind will just spin. And I'm like, dang it, I'm meditating. Stop sound it. Sound bath. No, I ain't. No, the sound bath I can do. Yeah. How that's you do like a sound my bath. You can't meditate. The no, that's like when I say meditating, I'm talking about like just people that sit and just meditate like I feel like sound bath and I was actually just going to mention that that's the first like if you can't meditate because I can't I can't just sit on my bed and be like okay time to meditate no I can go to a sound bath and that's peaceful man it's like takes you into this like state where I can't get myself there but so if you're someone who can't meditate, I so highly recommend sound baths because that I'm trying to go more often. I actually was thinking after the week I had, I should go next week. So I'm going to go. If anybody wants to go with me, if you know me and or if you live in Utah, I, let me know. Yes. Yeah. Because they're amazing. Was they that are. your first sound bath, the one we did or no? It was my second. I went to my first one. It was a drum circle and sound bath. I went with my friend and it was amazing. So that was my second. I've only been to two and. They're amazing. I got to go. And then like we finally go to one together and you moved like two days later. And I was like, now I don't have a sound oh. bath, buddy. But I have a lot of friends who want to go to sound baths with me. So I will figure it out. Her up. Yes. <laughs> so she can be sound bath queen. I love a good sound bath. And then I have this. Uh, since I moved, I used to be a big gym, gym person, gym head. <laughs> and so. <laughs> 
Brittany and I are like big accountability buddies and we used to always work out. She had a membership somewhere. I had a membership somewhere else. And it was the best ever because we would go back and forth. Hey, on these days, you come to my gym, you're going to be my guest. Boom. Other way around. I'm going to be your guest. And it was amazing. It was amazing. We went years going to the gym all the time even and like when we stopped going to classes because we started just going to classes because lifting was hard and then got into lifting i went to the gym consistently for two years i didn't notice how good i looked but now that i stopped going i notice and getting back to the gym is hard but having us go together like that accountability oh i was so proud of ourselves we worked our butts off and we got to see each other all the time. So it was yeah. like so easy because I'm like, I want to see Brittany. That was the motivation because yeah. it was like, I need some Nikki in my life. And if I'm going to get it, I got to show up at the gym. Yeah. That's the only time in my life I've never been someone that goes to the gym. But no. getting to see you is what got me. I'm trying again to get back to it. As soon as my ankles healed, I'm going to, I keep saying that though. And then something happens and I don't go, but it really is, I, Going to the gym is important for mental health and stuff. Movement. Movement creates um, like energy for other things. I want to say like movement creates motivation. And so if you're having time, uh, having time, Lord, I can't talk today. I remember when I first learned how to talk. (laughs) Movement creates motivation. So I've been trying to work on that lately. And I got this app. Uh, I joined, if anybody's ever heard of, you know the mirror, like Peloton and like, yeah, you know how they got those mirrors that you can buy for at home and all that. So I treated myself last Christmas, I think, to Lululemon mirror and moved to New Orleans like right after that. Wah, wah. <laughs> so, do you have it there with you? You do, right? I don't have the mirror. That's why I'm like, wah, oh. wah. but the app that works with the mirror i can just like use it anywhere and screen it from the phone to any tv or whatever okay so the app has literally like thousand classes and lululemon just joined peloton so now i can access Ooh. all of peloton and lululemon that's cool so recently but you still got to use it i still like wasn't even hardly using it but lately i've been hyper focused for yeah. like two Yes, queen. Stuff out of myself. <laughs> and they have sound baths on there. That's what made me start thinking of it. Ooh. Yes. So I can even do sound baths. I can do yoga, stretching, dance cardio, strength training, weights, bar. I love bar. Have yeah. you ever done We did bar. Yeah, we did have bar together. Bar? The one you at EOS was bar. awesome. I loved it. The first, you know remember we went have? the first time? And it yes, was like, so we loved it. The instructor was amazing. And then she yes. was a sub. And we show up the next oh, week. I remember. And it was not the same. But the girl that we I went remember. to only did it like 10 in the morning when we were working. That was disappointing. Yes. But yeah, I love bar. Yes. Remember booty? Mm-hmm. Booty was How are we living without booty in our life? I don't know. And there's no booty on the Lululemon. I wish. That's the one thing they don't have is booty. Yeah. So booty... Yoga is a type of yoga where you're like, how, what would you use that? What's that word of like moving through like, like carnal movements? Yeah. And you're like, instead of like sitting in a position and holding still, you're like 
booty moving. shaking. Yeah, like, like a twerk yoga. A word. Yeah, but oh, it was so fun, and it was so it was like it really released my emotions. I've never done anything that like you hear about how like different things can release emotions, but I have never experienced that until that class like there was multiple times that when we like laid at the end and listened to like the last song i was sobbing and i'm like why am i crying right now and it was just like so oh i should be going to that why am i not there's a fly in here so if y'all see me i'm not (laughs) the most annoying thing in the world (laughs) oh i'm sorry my cough is annoying too you're doing the fly i'm coughing we have got our lives together yes i swear we do but booty yoga if y'all have not done it they do it at eos fitness which i don't know if it's only in utah or where all eos they have is, a few places but, but yeah there was one yoga. and Look i think the lady didn't she say she was the only one that does it in utah she was like one of the only ones when i get in shape girl i'm getting certified still i want to do that yeah yeah definitely so when you come back is coming from me yeah do it. When you come back, we definitely need to go to some. I don't have an EOS membership anymore. I switched to Vasa. But yeah, we we need some of that in our life. That was it's good. It's a bomb. Well, they say women essentially carry like all of our emotions and tension in our hips, which is why you get mm. such that release more in booty because you're shaking it out. Yeah, it's you the know? shaking. That's what the difference. It's not just I don't have that experience with yoga. Yeah. So you get to release all that extra, which is why twerking's good. But you know, twerking's a lot of work. Girl, I can't twerk. You've experienced trying to teach me to twerk, and that just can't happen. It was like four years ago. And me and Nikki and our other friend are in they're trying to give lessons to me of how to twerk. And she's like, try it this way, try it this way. Like telling me all these different maybe if you're on your knees, like it was hours of me trying to work. And like, finally at the end, they're like, yeah, you're doing it. They get a video of me. And I'm like, take a video. I want to see me twerk. And I'm so proud. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I watched the video. And I'm like, that is the most white girl twerk I've ever seen in my life. I am not doing it. I cannot twerk. And Nikki's just like a twerking master. I can't do it. You gotta have them loose cheeks. Yeah, I don't have those loose cheeks. I'm stiff. Stiff as a board. <laughs> goodness i love it so much but yeah i think what motivated me to get consistent lately is the christmas gift that i bought for jensen which i'm not gonna say on the show because he might listen to it so yeah, y'all can't I wanna know though yeah speaking of let's talk about the holidays what are yes. your plans what are you doing well i bought jensen like one huge gift Again, I can't say what it is till later. Have to surprise y'all after Christmas and tell you. But one big, big gift. It's kind of a wee gift. Y'all might be able to guess. I don't know. Write in with your guesses. Feel free. A wee gift? Like the wee console? Like a me and him gift. Oh, I'm like, do you play we together? an us gift okay <laughs> i did say that kind of odd no it made sense the way you said it it was just my brain i have children they they're always talking about how they want a wee game so i'm like oh right? you're like it's a wee but i thought you wasn't gonna say what it is yeah i was so confused we yeah that's funny that's exciting and to then have i got gift. him like a couple small gifts 
just like a sprinkling um, of those, which I can't say what they are, but like stocking stuffers. Christmas is my jam. Let me just, first of all, throw that out there. Me I'm a too. Christmas elf. Oh my gosh. I watch all the movies every year. I've got a certain list of movies that are must watch. So let me run down my list. <laughs> I'm going to show you this. You're going to die. Hold on. Then go down your list. You I'm going to show you. you right, I have I'm a list, my list on my phone. Yeah, I have it ready. So Polar Express, I must watch every single year. Reason why that one has a meaning why. Way back when I was in college, I was on the newspaper staff. Thought I was so cool. And cool. for Christmas, I had to go watch Polar Express when it first debuted and write about it. And I loved it. I thought I was so cool, like movie editor, critic person, and went to watch it and wrote my little article in the paper about it. And so I went home and watched it with my kids. And then every year with my kids, we would celebrate the Polar Express and watch the movie and wear our PJs and drink hot chocolate. And then when I moved to Utah, they have a real Polar Express. They and do. So, I've always wanted to go to that. Have you done it? Well, I've gone. Yeah, I've taken my kids. We wore our pajamas and drank hot chocolate. We try to go every year. Some years it sells out and stuff. So we don't make it every year. But even now that they're grown up, which I've been doing it since they were little, since I moved to Utah, but we still try to go. And so that's why that that has a whole long story. I've been doing it for a long time. Polar I Express. love that. I It is crazy how similar we are, Nikki. For Christmas Eve, we watch Polar Express. We get hot chocolate. This year, like my, I live with my brother now and his kids are going to be here too. So I'm doing it for my nephews and my kids and my mom and my stepdad are going to come. Now it's become this big thing. We're all watching Polar Express and having hot chocolate bombs and like, Doing the whole thing. That's I didn't know that you PJs? guys did that. Yeah. We open our Christmas pajamas. Like, how crazy that we have, like, this exact same tradition and don't even know about it. We're, you're We're so, so much alike. It's so crazy. Okay. Well, now you got to take ones? your kids, though, to the Polar I do. Express. I've been wanting to, but I thought maybe it would be lame. I was like, it's probably no. for, like, little five-year-olds. Like, not we that We literally old. go, even though they're adults now. They love it so okay. much. Okay. Yep. We're going to go. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to this year, but next year we're going to go. And then get a mug. No, you're not a mug girl. But No, I love mugs, though. I still want them. I feel like I need to, like, have a tea tasting. I'm going to do it, Nikki. I'm going to taste a new tea each time we have a podcast so I have something to sit and sip Ooh. and try to find – unless you, I probably won't like them, so I won't be doing much sipping. But I'm going to try them and try to find – because I want – mugs i want that to be like and when i'm cold and sick like right now do you know how good tea sounds on my throat yes. but i can't yes. do it yes. so I'm i like that, that idea podcast tea tasting yes i'm with it it's happening and then i have to watch i'm nostalgic so i gotta watch all my ones from my childhood so rudolph the claymation yep. frosty the snowman charlie brown christmas uh what else i was about to say snoopy but that's charlie brown grinch i like the grinch mm -hmm. which one the old one and i like the jim carrey i actually like both of those have you seen the and new I one like, is there a new new mm -hmm. it's another cartoon but it's like just a couple mm -hmm. years i just watched it for the first time last weekend well, is it it's, good Work? yeah it's cute my kids don't like the grinch either of the first two 
they Aww. like the new one because it's funny. Hmm. So I think it depends. We might be like more nostalgic. Like we know the other ones more, but my kids love that one. I was kind of bored, but the Grinch isn't Mm -hmm. really my thing anyway. I've just, I know the story so well that Mm -hmm. like, I don't do, I'm like, I don't like to repeat things a ton. There's like very few things that I can. And that I've grown Mm -hmm. up with that movie. So now I've seen it so many times that it's just like, and then his heart grows too. Like, it's just like, three times baby yeah it's just yeah but my kids love the new one so i'll tell you what it's playing on i can't remember what we watched it on but i'll tell you i'm trying to think what else is that all of them oh and then the scrooges i'm a big scrooge fan so i like the really scary one there's a really really scary called scrooge and then there's like a jim carrey one that's kind of cgi'd that i think I forget what it's called because they're all kind of similarly named. And then that's it. I actually do not like all the Miracle on 34 and the Christmas. No, yeah. I'm not into those. Those are boring. So I am different than you, though, because you like the classics more. And I am like, mm-hmm. give me all the romance. But also, I don't have romance in my life. So I'm like, <laughs> let me watch people fall in love so I can get these butterflies for them. That's why I read my romance books, too. List? I'm like, let me just. Well, I have. a. That's what I was going to show. So this is my list, okay? I have it here. I have <laughs> There's so many. And they're all just like, this is the list for me and my kids. So like when I'm okay. alone, I watch some of these when I, we don't get through all of that. But really, like we start watching Christmas movies like mid-November usually and watch all the way through New Year's and we don't watch anything else. We just, it's Christmas. This year is actually the first year it's been different. I am not so much in the Christmas vibe this year. Like I'm very excited and stuff, but we've been watching Scandal. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. it's a Shonda Rhimes show and so mm-hmm. she does like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal but it's like it's so good Nikki I feel like you would love it it's on Netflix okay. Um, yeah on Netflix maybe it's on Hulu I don't know but it's super good so we've been watching that and we're just really into that so it's hard to like want to watch all the Christmassy stuff when we're enjoying what we're watching yeah but oh I love Christmas I love Christmas movies my Favorite New Year's movie, um, which is also kind of my favorite Christmas. I don't know. It kind of combines. Is Midnight at Magnolia. I think is so cute. It's Aww. on Netflix. These are all. They're just lovey. And the my favorite Christmas one is a series called Dash and Lily. That's on mm-hmm. Netflix. Freaking adorable. It's about Aww. these two teenagers. A girl like leaves a notebook in the library and like writes a note like complete these challenges if you dare and like goes through like all the stuff and then a teenage boy finds it and he's and they like write back and forth in this notebook but they don't know each other mm-hmm. and it just is like so cute oh so i don't like the love movie oh i love it i do like scary so also each year if it looks cute i'll like maybe like kind of funny or also scary so like krampus i told you i did krampus mm-hmm. that's a christmas and then there's an Eddie Murphy one that's new this year. It's on Prime called Candy Cane Lane. So I like mm-hmm. that. I like black movies. Like there's one with Vanessa Williams called A Diva's Christmas that I like. Um, I think that's it. But like, yeah, either if it's like old R&B singers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, Nikki, this just gave me a memory. You and your friend talking about how 
the movie Sparkle is yeah. like your guys' favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I like, so I have a friend who ha- lets me use his Plex and I had him get Sparkle for me. And I start watching it. I'm so excited. I sit down to watch this movie and I'm like, this is going to be so good because you guys hyped it up. And I watched like 10 minutes of this movie, girl. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I hate being sick. And I am just like, I cannot get through this. There's no way. It was, it's so funny. Our movie taste is different because I can't watch scary. I It brings me bad feelings. Some scary movies I can't. Like, I love The Purge. I think those are great, but I have to be in that vibe. She was bored by Sparkle. Yeah. But I probably also didn't give it enough of a chance, too. I didn't, like, I probably wasn't in the right headspace to be watching Sparkle, but it, like, was old. <laughs> now I know how my friend, my kids feel when I'm trying to watch. I try to get them to watch Grease and um, oh my gosh. Dirty Dancing. And they're like, this is old. This is boring. Like, oh, and I'm like, so yeah, but, but I'm also like you're not giving him a chance you have to sit through them but yeah. it's been a couple of years since we tried I think now that they're older and we were actually talking about this yesterday we want to try watching those again so maybe I should give Sparkle another try you know what I thought about when you were talking about Castaway earlier how you don't like movies that are like one scene the, like that are one scene like one good scene of the movie no and like filmed in one scene Spot. oh like how he's all on the ocean like most of the thing or the island yeah did you say that i don't like that yes yeah i didn't know what that you said yeah i don't like that but i'm very yes. impressed that you know that about me yes <laughs> girl every time there's a movie that's just like all in one place i'm like move this is boring it's so hard for me to watch that's I funny think about it every time that i go to watch a movie like that you just pop into my head <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. I so I am so excited about Christmas this year because you know how I am. Like if you don't know me, gift giving is like my that is a superpower of mine. I give the most thoughtful gifts that are just out of this world. I'm very impressed. Yes. But it's always yes. like it's for my kids or for men that I'm seeing because that's like where I put a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes for friends, but it's rare. And I don't know why. I should put more effort into gifts for friends. But it's the people I feel obligated to buy gift for. I don't know. Because when I take the test, um, it's not. But I have never been given a gift by a man. Other than like when I was married, the first month we were dating, he got me a sample set of perfumes. And then I never got another gift from him in 13 years. Mm -hmm. And then... um, I was seeing someone who owned a clothing boutique. And so sometimes when he had stuff that wasn't selling, he would just give them to me. So that's the extent of gifts I've ever, I've never been given a thoughtful gift by a man. So it might be, it might like make me feel so good, but I don't know because I haven't experienced it. But I do know that I love making people feel thought about. And like when they open it and they're like, it's not just like, some gift that like they wanted but it's like very deeply thought Mm -hmm. i am it makes me feel so good because it makes them feel so good so i put a ton of thought superpower you really (laughs) put some thought like thought thought yeah so for my kids it does add pressure though because i'm like i have to make this amazing 
And they're at the age now where they want stuff like phones and like big expensive things. So if I get them the things they want, I'm like, here's two gifts. You're welcome. And it's not like mm-hmm. a fun Christmas morning. And that's not how I want yeah. it. Like Christmas is so special to us. So last year I created an escape room to give them their gifts. It was the most badass thing I've ever done. I had like, I programmed the camera of my phone light to do Morse code. I had it like saying like the combination to the lock and I had to, they had an hour to get through the escape room. So I had to like calculate how many times that message would play in an hour so I could program my phone to play it this many times. I put things like, invisible ink on paper and i had a safe they had to crack into and like it was like a real escape room it was so impressive i will never stop being impressed with myself of how i did that i have videos and stuff every year like it's start they're starting to go like they just got like twenty thousand views last week because every christmas is like it starts getting pushed out same with april fool's day those get pushed out and that's just like you should I'm post so those on the crowd it's just very long. You post that. On YouTube, I could, though. I'll post it. Like a clip. Yeah. Like a little clip, at least. Let the audience know. Or at least this year's. Yeah. This year's, like I for clip. sure will. Because the okay. escape room is just harder because a clip doesn't show, like, the... the full... yeah. yeah. And I very much respect my kids of what they want posted and what they don't. I always ask permission. And true, true. the escape room, there, it's Christmas morning. They didn't get all ready. They don't want that posted. True, true. So I don't want to do that one, but this year I will. And they already said, they're like, you know, mom's going to film us in the morning. We have to get up and get ready before we go down. So they're prepared. <laughs> so, anyway. ready. so this year, <laughs> I like trying to top that idea. I've been like, what in the heck am I going to do? So the gifts that I'm giving them, I got them season tickets to an amusement park here. And I got them... Um, concert tickets to someone that they think is sold out and we're gonna go do the friends experience and go Mm -hmm. see like they have the set of friends set up downtown and we're gonna go see that and get pictures so those are like the big i have little things too but those are the big ones so i'm like okay how do i give these and i decided Mm -hmm. that for each one we're gonna play a game that's like a clue to Mm -hmm. what that gift is gonna be so for the concert, we're going to play a music game where they have to, like, finish the lyrics. Like, play a song. When it stops, you have to keep singing and, like, see who does the best. And they're, like, lyric masters. Like, they are going to love that game. And mm-hmm. then for the Friends experience, did you ever watch Friends? Mm-mm. Okay, so there's an episode where Ross is putting on a game. It's kind of Jeopardy-like where it has like questions. Mm-hmm. You pick one and it's the boys against the girls to see who knows each other better. It is the funniest episode. I love it. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to play that game. It's going to be okay. questions about each other and they have mm-hmm. to do it. And that's like the clue. They have to figure out that the gift is the friends thing because of that. And then for Ew. the amusement park, we're going to play Fear Factor. So I've been trying to come up <laughs> with everything I can to so i'm gonna get like gross things for them to try i'm gonna have like each thing is worth points so they get to choose if they want to try the crazy things i'm gonna have like chocolate covered crickets and like stuff that <laughs> i'm not putting in my mouth but if they want those points they're welcome to and i'm gonna like just do different things that um 
is Fear Factor. So I think it's going to be so much fun. Did you I'm actually find that chocolate covered crickets? Yeah, they sell them. People eat them. They enjoy that. Where did you find that in Salt Lake? Well, I haven't found them yet, but I've heard about them all the time. Like people, it's, I've known about that for years. Like people eat, like they're available. It's not hard to find. So I haven't like gone out and bought them, but I know that they exist. It's easy to find. Mm -hmm. Oh girl. I've just never been interested in, I'm not going to eat that. That's (laughs) my only thing is I'm not bringing anything live. I was thinking about getting like a bucket of crickets with like a lid and they have to like reach in it. And I'm like, what if that gets open? And they're in yeah. my house, like new. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. doing anything like that. I'm doing yeah. tasting. I'm doing like, I. Uh, Haley is afraid of heights. So I'm mm. going to have her stand up on this big bucket box thing and do a trust fall blindfolded and just have to like fall back. And like little ah! things that are like, it's going to like give her that anxiety, but it's not like I'm making them do this crazy stuff on Christmas. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And before we do any stick of their that, hand in something blind. Yeah. It feels gross. That's definitely something I'm going to do. I just haven't figured out what I'm going to put in it. But yeah. I don't work next week. So I have the whole week to get everything put together. Ooh. And I will figure it out. But I'm That's going to be amazing. I it cannot is. wait to see it. You literally always do the best, best things. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Good luck next year, me, because what the heck? Uh, Seriously. It's so hard. I stress until I figure out how I'm going to do it and it just clicks. And I'm like, yes, now I'm so excited. But I am stressed until I figure it out. Your gift giving is like my pranking. Like, I like your what? The crap. My pranking. I pranked oh. the crap out of my kids growing up. Like, Girl. wasn't creative with the gifts, but I was creative with them pranks. Ooh, I used to always get my kids. Me too. Like April Fool's Day, you know, Addis- it's Addison's second favorite holiday because yeah. I, and you know, the pranks I've done, like, and I yes. actually, I, I, yes, last week I said, let's just talk about all the holidays. And that's because I so badly want to tell my April Fool's Day stories and I want to hear yours too. But then April Fool's Day is going to come and we're going to want to talk about them. So I'm saving it. You guys are not going to yes. find out until then, but yeah, it'll you be gotta save that juicy, juicy. Yeah. I'm a good pranker. My kids used to always try to get me. They couldn't get them off. Yeah, <laughs> never last this year. Actually, they did get me a little bit, but yeah, they usually can't. It's nah, fun, but I fun. love your best part of having kids. Baby. It will be. Man, once they're adults, look this year and I'm out of town. I said, you're getting cash. Cash, cash, all around, cash yeah. cow. Yeah, so, <clears throat> pardon me, ch- choking up, but cash for Stefan, cash for Eddie, cash for my grand, cash for Sante, and then, yeah, I got some cool stuff for Jensen. So, there's this show on, I think it's on Hulu or Netflix, I don't know which one, but it's called Snake Oil. For those of you that don't know, I'm a huge game show fan. I kind of traded out my love of true crime for, well, I've always loved game shows, so, but I don't watch true crime as much, which I was saying last week and just kind of ramped up my game shows because they fill me up with all these positive vibes. So there's this game show, it's called Snake Oil, it's brand new. And you, have you heard of it? No. At all? 
Mm-hmm. So they have these people come on and it's like eight entrepreneurs and then they have contestants and you have to pick two entrepreneurs at a time and the contestant has to figure out which entrepreneur is real, like real product and which is a fake product. And all the products are ridiculous. So it's hard. Oh. Like, what is that crazy product? Okay. Actually quite good at it. Brittany, you know, you know my love of game shows. Yeah. I'm always wanting to go on one. One day I will. It's on my bucket list. Do but it. um this snake oil one, it actually has some good products sometimes that are a little out there. So I ended up buying Jensen two of them from two of these episodes. So I'm not going to say which two they are again in case he listens to this, but that's two of his stocking stuffers that I got him. So they're fun. One already got here. One should be here soon. And then a couple other stocking stuffers and one huge gift. And my Christmas is easy. And then his dad's coming down from North Carolina. He's driving down to see us. So just got to get Paul something which he's pretty easy. So we'll figure that out. And then we're going to do like a road trip. So Jensen's family, part of the reason that we're out here in New Orleans is that his mom is from New Orleans. Her mom was born and raised here. She was born and raised here. And then his granddad, like all on his mom's side and his great granddad actually founded a city here in Louisiana, it's called Morgan City. And so we're going to take a road trip up to Morgan City that they founded and see what it's like. So a little history That's trip. That's awesome. And... That'll be fun. Yeah, they have a lot of history and like a lot of money and stuff. Their family has all this cool, cool stuff in them. And I think for it to only be your great granddad, like it's not that far back. It's super cool. Like, oh, I wish I knew, like, my great-granddad founded a city. I totally would visit that, you know. So yeah, we're going to go. His dad's going to take us up there and stay the night and visit off. So that's going to be my Christmas is kind of just spending it with the family, a little road trip, learning some history. They do have the Mm -hmm. World War II Museum here, which his father's dad was in World War II survived obviously had his dad and then him so we've been to world war ii museum a couple times took his dad and it's massive so we might go to that again it's almost impossible to get through that whole museum in one sitting wow we haven't done it yet yeah i don't think we've been through we've been like three times to that museum and haven't seen the whole thing it's absolutely huge so yeah, taking in a lot of history for Christmas. So it's going to be really fun. Looking forward to wow. that. That's exciting. Do you have anything this coming week coming up that you're doing? This coming week, just the Saints. More Saints, all Saints all the time. So we'll see if they win again. Manifest us another win. Ready? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> all the vibes. Vibey, vibey. That's fun. I don't have, I have the week off. I getting Christmas ready. That's my week. So I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Whole week off. Yeah. Yeah. So next Ooh. week, we're going to talk about um, mindset. Mindset. Oh, excited yeah. about that. It'll be good. I think it's a good place to 
go into, which by the way, we did have our first like question from someone about what they would like us to talk about. And there's like a few, um, like that we want to start with just because it's the beginning of our podcast and then we'll start doing that. So if you guys have things you want us to talk about, let us know. I'm excited to yes. do that. So that'll be cool. Yes. 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 So stay tuned. Keep on sending us feedback. Keep following us. And are we wrapping it up then? I guess we've been on here a while. It's been a while. That's what I, <laughs> when we talk sometimes guys, it's just, uh, that's just how we are. I think it's good conversation though energy vortex yes yes okay. so all right well we thank you so much for tuning in to manifest her it has been such a good time we got really deep we kept it light we laughed we did all the things today this is our special holiday episode show us that sweater we didn't get to oh. see a lot of that I would have been so sad that I put this on and I forgot about this. I'm so happy you remembered. Let me move. So this is my Santa playing the drums with the little reindeer and the elf. And then if I, I don't think it's, I don't think the mic will be sensitive to pick it up. They've like lost their loudness over the years. I think this is the last year. I think it's ready to be retired. And then I kind of, this is like my Victoria's Secret pink. I do technically have lots of holiday sweaters but they're all back in utah so yeah this is the best i could do but i do have a tree. very cute yes <laughs> love the tree so cute yes yes so hey we are here we're growing we're so excited to have you thank you again for being here and sharing in this energy with us we are happy that we're inspiring you we hope that you were inspired some more today and uh Tune in next week where we'll be doing it again. Same time, same place. Oh, yeah. We said we were going to start oh, posting. Yeah. We're going to post Tuesday. on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that's when they're going to be available and going forward. Oh, yeah. I want to plug our businesses and our socials. You can catch Brittany at Living in Queen Energy. I'll link all of our socials, all the stuff. Last week, because of all the snafus. I didn't do all that, but this, it'll all be linked. We'll have all of the details so that you guys can find us super easily. Yeah, so that's all going to be low. You'll find Jim Head, my personal brand. It'll be linked. And then Nikki Dimitri, um, all of my socials, she's going to hook us up with that. So support small business, support female business, support minority business. We are stronger together. If all you can do is like and share, interact with us, do so. We greatly appreciate it. Spread that word of mouth. That is how we grow together. Yes. All right. We're out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you again. I'm Nikki Dimitri. And I'm Brittany Lee. Have the best week, guys. <laughs>